The following program is recorded content created by The Truth Network. Is the very concept of female being erased from our culture? It's time for The Line of Fire with your host, biblical scholar and cultural commentator, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice for moral sanity and spiritual clarity. Call 866-34-TRUTH to get on The Line of Fire. And now, here's your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Welcome, friends, to The Line of Fire. This is Michael Brown. Thrilled to have this time to be with you today. It is Wednesday. We're looking at the world around us, what's happening in the culture what we seek to do, to, to be like sons of Issachar in First Chronicles, the 12th chapter, understanding the times and knowing what Israel, in this case, the church, should do. 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. If you are a parent with kids in school, if you are a kid in school or young person in school, if you are an educator, I'd love to get your take in particular. 866-348-7884. A bunch of things we're going to talk about today with a special guest at the bottom of the hour. We want to talk about what's happened in Florida with the education bill that the media is wrongly branding the Don't Say Gay Bill that got a lot of attack from, what do you know, the Academy Awards. Gay, 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 we're all saying gay. And, and the Disney organization, Walt Disney Corporation, pushing back hard against this bill and basically saying Disney is going to get gayer and gayer and gayer. No surprise. We've been talking about these things for years. We've been sounding the alarm for years. But once again, this has caused a pushback. The aggressiveness, the all-out assault on values coming from LGBTQ plus activists, and I use all those letters and acronyms to emphasize that there is no end once you go down in that direction. The activism has caused a backlash, as we knew had to happen. Common sense, spiritual sense, we knew had to happen. Jesus died for all people the same. Gay and straight, the same. Old and young, the same. Black and white, the same. Jew and Gentile, the same. He said the same blood for every human being. Every human being, however they identify, is still created in the image of God and yet fallen and flawed, needing redemption. Every human being. My love is for every human being. My desire is to see every human being in right relationship with God. Every human being starting a brand new life in Jesus. That's my desire. At the same time, I strongly resist LGBTQ activism because of where it is going, and it is not in the best interest of society overall. Again, the philosophy we've operated on now for, what, 17, 18 years, reach out and resist. Reach out to the people with compassion, resist the agenda with courage. Uh, I, I want you to check out this website, femaleerasure.com, femaleerasure.com. And, and when you look at it, it's, it, it's really quite striking. Uh, it is a site put together by feminists. They would fundamentally disagree with a tremendous amount of, of what I'm saying and what I'm about, femaleerasure.com. And there's a book that I haven't read much of called Female Erasure. And the subtitle says, What You Need to Know About Gender Politics, War on Women, the Female Sex, and Human Rights. 
And about the book, it says this, this anthology bears witness and exposes the current trend of gender identity politics as a continuation of female erasure and silencing as old as patriarchy itself. 48 voices celebrate female embodiment while exploring deeper issues of misogyny, violence, and sexism disguised today as progressive politics. All right, so what these women are saying is that the new gender identity politics, transgender activism, is yet another attempt or another aspect of wiping out female existence or the role of the female. In other words, if, if gender and sex are interchangeable, if someone can become a female after living as a male for the first 30 or 40 years, now that person can become a female, then it completely undermines women's rights, women's independence, women's autonomy, and a bunch of other things. So again, these women writing in this book would categorically differ with someone like me because of my values and would think that I'm, I'm a, a patriarchal misogynist. That would be their viewpoint. However, in their insights about where transgender activism is going and the results of it, in the, their insights are absolutely right. It undermines the very meaning of female. We'll talk about that a little bit more at the bottom of the hour. Right now, I want to focus on Florida. I want to focus on the bill there. First, let's hear from Governor DeSantis, Florida's Governor DeSantis, about what this bill is. It's called Don't Say Gay. What's it really about? Let's listen to what he has to say. You've really tried to explain what this bill is about. If you'll just do it quickly for us once again. What is this bill? Well, this bill is about providing protection so that they know they can send their young kids to school without them being sexualized, without a school telling a young girl, for example, that she may really be a boy. And if schools are trying to do things that impact uh, the health and well-being of the kids and they're, they're undertaking certain services, <clears throat> that parents have a right to know that and provide consent for it. So this is a real bill that empowers parents, it protects our kids, and for a company like Disney, uh, to say that they, this bill should have never passed. First of all, Tucker, they weren't saying anything when this was going through the House. They only started doing this because the mob, the woke mob, came after them. But put that aside, uh, for them to say that them as a California-based company are going to work to take those California values and overturn a law that was duly enacted and, as you said, supported by a strong majority of Floridians, they don't run this state uh, they will never run this state as long as I'm governor. And he also called out Disney. We're, you, you work closely with China. You make a whole lot of money with China. Where's your outrage over the genocidal policies towards the, the Uyghurs in China? But you're outraged over this. This bill applies to kids K through third grade. Kindergarten through third grade. And Bill Maher, irreligious Bill Maher said this, quote, maybe kids that young shouldn't be thinking about sex at all. Yes, correct. A five-year-old, a seven-year-old, they have no concept of sexuality. They have no understanding of male-female sexuality. Even if you explain it, it doesn't register. They don't even know what real romantic attraction is at that age. How many kindergarten boys say, mommy, when I get older, I'm going to marry you? I mean, that's, that's their understanding. If, if you tell Susie in first grade that Johnny likes her, it's like, ooh. Or, or you tell Johnny that Susie likes her, ooh. Why? Because boys like boys and girls like girls. That's nothing to do with same-sex attraction or homosexuality. 
It's that they haven't drawn an understanding of sexuality and romantic attraction yet. Here, let's start with kindergarten kids. And, and you're going to hear what Disney has to say. I, I wonder if some of you are going to want to subscribe to Disney Channel or take your kids to see Disney movies after you hear what some corporate folks within Disney are saying. And, and I've asked in recent years, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, a good, clean movie. I can watch this while traveling, long trip, rest a little chill, stop writing for a little while, Disney movie. And then there's got to be some gay message, some active. It's like, why'd that have to be in there? Oh, friends, from what they're saying, we haven't seen anything yet in terms of what's coming. But I wrote an article about the so-called don't say gay bill and said it's not about that at all. It doesn't, you can't say straight either. In other words, you're just not talking about those issues with little kids. Then I wrote a follow-up article saying, even, even if it was the don't say gay bill, I'd support it, especially for K through three, even if that was it. No, you know, we got no business talking about those things. So I, I got online because frankly, I don't remember when I studied in kindergarten, like what were you learning? What, what were the main things? Okay, so here's some f- websites, the Very Well Family website. During kindergarten, children learn to use question words such as who, what, when, where, why, and how, as well as to make words plural by adding an, an S or an S. Yes, they also learn how to use common nouns and, and prepositions. Kindergartens begin to learn the concepts of addition and subtraction, respectively, as putting together and adding to and taking apart and taking from. That's how young they are. Oh, we're also going to talk to you about genderqueer. What? <laughs> I'm just, just giving a context, friends. And those of you with little kids, you're saying, exactly, exactly. Here, they're also taught socialization skills. So just taking turns, waiting to be called on by the teacher, and being kind to others. Uh, that's also emphasized in most kindergarten classes. Well, yeah, but that's the whole thing. You see, you got this one kid, and he's kind of like a sissy, and, and they call him gay. <sighs> Here's what you do. And I don't think kindergartners just on their own are going around calling all the kids gay. In any case, here's what you do. Bullying is bad. Bobby, bullying is bad. You don't have to teach. And we are all for queer rights. And we're, we're pro-trans. Gay is good. No, no. Bullying is bad. If the boy next to you is fat, if he has big teeth, if he's a different color... If his hair is different, if he behaves different, differently, bullying is bad. That's what you teach children. You don't have to teach the other stuff is good. Bullying is bad. <clears throat> oh, let's see here. Oh, what else are they learning in school? The, the K5learning.com website. The kindergarten year is one in which kids learn more about the formal classroom setting, learning to focus for segments of time on basic literacy and math, and learning simple science and social studies. This is the foundation year for getting used to the routine of school, the process of focusing and learning, and the social skills involved in making new friends. Kindergarten students learn how to identify the letters in the alphabet and their sounds. A is for asexual. B is for bisexual. C is for cisgender. Oh, no, that's not... Well, in some schools, that's what they are learning. I've got the gay BCs, the book for little children to learn the alphabet. Yeah, Q is for queer and S is for sachet and all of that. I'm not making this up. But I'm showing how inappropriate it is in terms of dealing with little kids. They learn how to count, recognize numbers up to 10, sort 
objects. They learn about plants, animals, good health habits, the weather, and keeping track of the weather, about the five senses and basics about their bodies, which, which are not. By the way, you may be trapped in the wrong body. Oh, by the way, you uh, look, I, I actually have curricula that was put out by gay activist organization Glisten years ago. I've owned this for over 10 years. Where, where you've got an exercise to help children discover their inner tranny, their, their secret inner transgender identity. For elementary school children, I've got the curriculum. Listen, Learning Box 2.0. This is what Governor DeSantis in Florida said, not in our schools. Good for, good for them. Good for them. Back with some shocking Disney quotes. It's The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get on The Line of Fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. All right, so how has Disney responded? Corporate statements aggressively, aggressively coming against Florida's bill. And now some executives speaking out, making their views known. They don't speak for all of Disney, obviously, but... This is in the larger culture. This is in the larger culture in the movies, pushing different scenes. And gay critics of Disney have said, you haven't done enough. You haven't been aggressive enough. Others are saying, what? why do you have to do, introduce a gay theme in a children's movie? For what purpose? Oh, no, let me see. It's just because kids grow up in different homes and different environments, and therefore we need to show all those. No, you don't need to show all them. There, there. Well, years ago, there were allegedly over a half million polyamorous families in America. Over uh, maybe a decade ago, over half million. These are quote loving relationships that are not marriage necessarily. So it could be a husband, wife, and two others, or husband, wife, and a bisexual friend, and they all live together. And maybe you have a kid through the bisexual friend, and and she raises kids. Whatever. No, you don't need to represent everything. You know, what if there's a throuple? What if it's, you know, Mormon families that are practicing polygamy, even not legally? You don't need to represent every family that's out there and, and show kids grow up in every different kind of environment. Obviously not. In any case, uh, let's listen to Carrie Burke, Disney corporate president. Listen to what she has to say. I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations and um, I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them, um, to all of us. We, we had a we had an open forum last week at 20th where, um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters 
in our stories and 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters um, and and not have to be about gay stories. Uh, if it's not about a gay story, how do you know it's a gay character? Unless that character is very openly either either caricatured or that that character is. And, and by the way, by the way, in, in the one Disney movie I saw with the Jungle Cruise or something like that. And then you find out the one character is gay. It didn't have to be. There was no reason for it, but it's caricatured. Oh, he ends up being tough and strong at the end. But throughout, he's very girly. And like, oh, I can't do this, or I, I can't, you know, very, very skittish and afraid. It was, it was a, a caricature. Like, how, how does that help a larger cause, you know, from Disney being gay activist? But it, unless the person says something about being gay or is outwardly acting in a way that's identifiably, quote, gay, then how do you even know who they are? But, oh, no, no, you need more queer leads. Disney needs more queer leads. So says Carrie Burke. Disney corporate president, and others are recognizing that as well. Parents, just recognize what's coming. There's got to be other children's entertainment outside of Disney. I'm sure there has been for years. But, but rather to sacrifice some of the entertainment than to allow your kids to be polluted by, by such aggressive and, in my mind, unethical content. Why unethical? Let the haters hate me. But you're introducing, you're trying to indoctrinate children. It's that simple. You are trying to indoctrinate children in areas that are morally and culturally controversial. Well, race was, okay, this has nothing to do with segregation. This has nothing to do with civil rights movement. I'm going to try to piggyback on, on, the, on the back of, of civil rights and say gay is the new black or trans is the new black. It's an insult to African Americans, and it's an insult to the civil rights cause. But that's, a, that's another discussion. <clears throat> yep. In fact, I was told that Carrie Burke has said we need half the characters to, to be LGBTQIA. And by the way, it started as, as gay rights movement and gay revolution and things like that. And then, well, what about women? Okay, so then it was GL. Well, what about bisexual? It became GLB. Then the, the T letter was added in more slowly because that was a different category now. But then that got added in. And, and then even when I wrote Queer Thing Happened to America, it came out in 2011, it was, it was LGBTQIA. It's, excuse me, it's GLBT. Then the L and the G got switched. And then Q's been added in more recently, just queer and some put questioning there. And then I for intersex or interested, A for asexual. There's no limit to where it goes. And notice what this woman said. And, and may God touch her children and bring them into their true identity uh, in, in the Lord and who they're intended to be. The two kids, one identifies as trans, the other is pansexual. I don't know how old the kid is, but pansexual means attracted to, to every sex, attracted to, to everything. That's called pansexual. It's beyond bisexual. That's one of her children. May the Lord help this family. Listen to Latoya Raveno, and she is an executive producer with Disney. It's like I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge, like, informative <laughs> part of my life. But at the same time, like, I worked at small studios most of my career, and I'd heard, you know, you hear whispers. Like, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little, like, sus when I started. And, but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard. On my little pocket of, like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA, um, 
the showrunners were super welcoming meredith roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda and so like i i feel like i felt like it was i mean like maybe it was that way in the past but i guess like something must have happened in the last like like they are turning it around they're going hard and then all that like momentum that i felt like that sense of i don't have to be afraid to like let's have these two characters kiss let's in the background this like i was just wherever i could just basically adding queerness to like the, if you see anything queer in the show i'm proud of but like I, I just was like no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. exactly friends we've been telling you this was here for years and years we've we've documented it with detailed quotes from those within Hollywood about their agenda, from, from those writing scripts for, for sitcoms, children's program. It, we, we've documented it for years and years and years. And, and here now, the only, the only difference is that people are openly saying we're doing this, even with kids, even with Disney. Before it was documented, but you had to dig a little. It wasn't quite as overt. You know, you had the quotes, but, but they weren't so prominently put forth. And you didn't have the Disneys as aggressively saying what they're saying publicly. But here it is. There's a reason we've been sounding the alarm. You see, now what? We push back with righteousness. We push back with family life the way God intended it. We push back demonstrating God has a better way. We reach out in love to individuals. We resist the agenda. And where we step away from things, we don't have to even announce a boycott. Just you step away from something. Sorry, it's crossed the wrong line. Guy Benson, who himself is gay, but who opposes much of the gay agenda and who identifies as a conservative Christian. So that's another discussion. Uh, he tweeted this out. Uh, one, is Disney opposed to the part? This has to do with Disney's opposition to the bill. Is Disney opposed to the part that bars sexual slash gender identity instruction for K through th third grade students or another part of the bill? Two, has Disney put out a statement this forceful on the genocide in China where they eagerly do business, trying to pinpoint their, quote, corporate values? Here's what their statement said. Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill. That's again made up, made up by the critics. Should never have passed and should never have been signed into law. Girls, the company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts. We remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. What about standing? Hey, Disney, 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 you cut your teeth. You became famous. Mickey Mouse, children's stuff in the theme parks for kids. How about standing up for the children? How about standing up for the kids? How about standing up for an innocent kindergartner who has no business being indoctrinated with LGBTQIA++ agendas and curricula, period. <clears throat> My prediction, you're going to see bills like this popping up all over America. It's what we've been saying for years. There is an overreach. There is the left going too far, the radical left, gay activists going too far. We'll continue to respond with love. We'll continue to respond with love to individuals. You may call me a hater for my position, but step back and say, okay, we're talking about children. We're not telling you 
how to live your private life. We're not telling you what you can and can't do if you're not breaking the law that is between you and God. We are telling you not to put certain stuff on our children, not to impose it. And I talked to Florida educators a few years ago, two women teaching in elementary school, one first grade, another older grades. They told me in their school, gay activist curricula was all through the school, even down to kindergarten. And if they dared speak up against it in their school, they would lose their jobs. They told me this probably five plus years ago. And of course, it goes way, way back before then in many schools across America. Look for more bills like Florida's bill to rise up and pass across the nation. And look for Disney to lose some of its popularity. Has to happen. We'll be right back with my guest, Ryan Bomberger. The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get on the Line of Fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. I was scheduled to have a guest joining me now. There must have been a miscommunication with him and his team, so we're unable to trace him down now. That means that I'm going to open up the phone lines for any subject of any kind that you want to discuss with me. Now, if if that's our guest calling in, Maybe he realized that he missed us and is calling in now. Great. But I'm going to open the phone lines anyway. So if you want to call to discuss any subject under the sun with me, ask any question, by all means, give me a call, 866-348-7884. Check out this headline, uh, BBC corrects article calling women assigned female at birth instead of women. This is a headline on Breitbart, a a right-wing conservative website. BBC corrects article calling women assigned female at birth instead of calling them women. In an article on endometriosis, the publicly funded British broadcaster had said the condition affects one in 10 people of any age in the UK who are assigned female at birth. In other words, women who are born as biological females an apparent effort to accommodate transgender ideologues, and then they corrected it to women. Okay, friends, when I started researching many of these subjects back in 2004, started to get in depth then, as God called me to, I came across this thing about you're assigned a gender or a sex at birth. It's like, what? You're assigned something? You were assigned, I was assigned male at birth. No, you weren't assigned male at birth. You were identified as male at birth, or you were identified as female at birth. How? Not a mystery. Not a mystery. I heard a joke. It's a totally clean joke. Otherwise, I wouldn't share it. Obviously, I wouldn't share it on the air, but totally 100% clean joke. There's uh, two little babies on their changing tables in their nightgowns. They're, they're waiting to be changed. And somehow they can talk. They're like six months old. And the baby boy says to the baby girl, I'm a little boy and you're a little girl. And she says, how can you tell the difference? So slowly, slowly, he begins to pull up his nightgown and he goes, I have blue booties. You have pink booties. Okay. It wasn't that somebody put blue booties on the one kid and pink booties on the other kid to identify them. It was the plumbing. So that's a boy. You could tell, you know, 
Here you get the ultrasound. You, that's a boy. That's a girl. Now, you have less than 1% of the people uh, in the nation or in the world who'd be identified as intersex. So they, they have a biological abnormality. Sometimes it comes up as a DNA abnormality where they are not as clearly defined male or female. Sometimes they're mixed characteristics or missing characteristics. We're not talking about that. We're talking the 99% plus who are clearly identified as birth as male or female. They, you're not assi- they're not assigned male or female. They are male or female. And DNA would confirm that, except in the rarest, rarest number of cases where there are abnormalities, in which case you, you work with that person compassionately to help see, okay, biologically, emotional identity, who are you really? And as they grow up, help them to develop into that. But in 99 plus percent of the, the cases of people, it's not an issue. There's nothing ambiguous. And the vast, 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 vast majority of people who identify as transgender. It's not a biological or DNA issue. It's, it's a psychological issue. So when I first ran into assigned female, assigned male, what are you, what are you talking about? Now... BBC, the most major news outlet in, in, in UK and in much of the world, the BBC uses terminology, one in 10 assigned female, at, no, not assigned female at birth, women, females. So again, once you start talking like that, you're basically erasing the identity of female. You're erasing the identity of, of women because it can change. You may be assigned this at birth, that's not who you really are. The good news is they corrected it. Friends, this is what happens when things go too far. They get a course correction. So let me step back, and then I want to give you a bunch of headlines to encourage you that pushback continues. I promised I'd do it through the year. We're at the end of March now, and the the headlines keep mounting in terms of a, a righteous pushback. Let it not be with hatred. Let it not be with anger. Let it be righteous. Let it be biblically based. What is the ultimate foundation of all foundations? I've run through this again. Let me do it once more. What's the ultimate foundation of all foundations? The existence of God. That almighty God is. The creator of the universe is. That's the foundation of all foundations. And and that's what we start with in Genesis, telling us how God created the heavens and the earth. And then the foundation that flows out of that is the one I just mentioned, creation. That this eternal God, there is one God, one God only, he is eternal, eternally was and eternally will be, and that he created all things. That he is the creator of the universe. And then the pinnacle of his creation, human beings, and we are created male and female. Those are the foundations of the foundations. Well, the the rise of the new atheists, and the attack on the fundamental belief in God, that has increased in the last generation, has it not? Darwinian evolutionism or, or various forms of evolutionism continue to dominate scientific thinking, saying that there is not a creation by an intelligent being, God. And then the very foundations of the human race, male and female who created them, are under assault. These are the foundations of the foundations under assault. Is it any surprise? No. Have we said it's coming for years? Yes. How do we respond? With truth. We combat the error. We combat the lies. We combat the misinformation. How? With truth. 866-348-7884. Okay. 
shall we look at some more pushback in today's society? Let me just grab some headlines here. How about this one? Babylon B refuses to delete tweet calling transgender assistant secretary of health, Rachel Levine, man of the year, despite being blocked from Twitter. Look at that. So they're, they're saying you can block us, but we're not going to delete it. Yes. There's satire. So part of the, part of the satire is, okay, you're going to name a, a, a biological male woman of the year. USA today did that as, you know, glamor magazine had previously, uh, uh, anointed Bruce Caitlyn Jenner as Woman of the Year. So Richard, quote, Rachel Levine, was named one of the Women of the Year by USA Today. So Babylon B, it's Christian satire. They said, okay, we're going to name Rachel Levine. Think of her as a woman. Name her Man of the Year. Turn the thing around because it's actually Richard. And uh, you got to delete it? No. I said, hey, we, we got more than enough uh, followers here. We're not going to bow down to you there. Um J.K. Rowling identifies or defends four types of transgender victims. Transgender victims. She's now defending them. Who? Adolescent girls? Um, Here's a girl saying at 16 I was prescribed testosterone after two, quote, therapy visits. They didn't ask about my BPD or past trauma. I now have PCOS and I'm awaiting testing to determine if I need a hysterectomy, have cancer. And I will never be able to afford breast reconstruction. My consent was not informed. So she said, I basically got sterilized, mutilated, whatever. And and, uh, because I thought I was trans and the people just supported it. J.K. Rowling says, this breaks my heart. I've now spoken to many young women who tell similar stories. I'm appalled that you were let down in this way by people who had a duty of care towards you. Hoping to God the tests give good news and sending you much love. So that's one of the categories of people that she is defending. Uh, also, gay boys, because they'll often identify as trans, lesbians, and women. So, in J.K. Rowling's mind, these, these are all victims of transgender activism. So, she's anything but a, you know, a far-right, conservative, Bible-thumping Christian, obviously, from her perspectives. Again, if you're just tuning in, I'm opening up the phone lines. Any subject you want to talk to me about, I'm going to have some time, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. 7884 UFC, Jorge Masvidal, one of the most popular fighters in the UFC, and not trying to be politically correct. Uh, he tweets this out the other day. What sport is left that is still biological girls versus biological girls? I want to put my daughter in a sport that is still fair to her. In other words, that does not allow a biological male to compete with biological females. And he's asking what, what sport is out there uh, that, that still holds to that. Uh, how about this? Uh, this is a headline in Daily Wire. Disney actress blasted after calling it make-believe to, depend tra- to portray trans women in sports aren't violating rights of women. So you have a Disney actress, she's gotten blasted, but she says it's, it's ma- it is make-believe. To say a biological male competing against biological, biological females does, does not have an advantage. It's not violating the rights of women. So, friends, notice these are not just Christian pastors and TV preachers and radio hosts like me raising their voices. This is people from the general populace. How about this one? Feminist group condemns NCAA for ignoring pleas of female swimmers. 
shielding trans swimmer who didn't do particularly well in men's swimming competitions. So this is a feminist group now condemning the NCAA for, for allowing biological males to compete with biological females. Uh, how about this? Utah legislature overrides governor's veto of bill banning transgender youth in sports. The, the legislature said no uh, biological boys can compete with biological girls. The governor vetoed it. They overrode his veto. The pushback continues, friends. How about, how about this? Um, okay, the creator of Father Ted uh, defies the trans lobby, insists women are real, and he questions, I'm not going to say the word, but, but her private part using a male private part. He says there is no such thing. This is how, this is how people refer to, to things. There is no such thing. He's now speaking out, and he's been canceled already. He's, he's speaking out all the more. Um, how about this one? Three more GOP states protect girls' sports from transgender activists. I, I told you earlier you're going to see more of it. I had this in mind that more are passing. Expect this to pop up in more and more states. But, of course. And then one more. Uh, more female athletes are calling on NCAA to protect women's sports. Something had to push things over with a tipping point. And it's this aspect of trans activism, along with the mutilating of children and the sterilizing of children, that is awakening more and more consciences in America. The pushback continues, friends. Let it rise. Let it rise. Let it rise. And let the church lead the way in showing a better way. We'll be right back. The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get on the Line of Fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us. Remember, April 14th, National Not Ashamed of Jesus Day. Go to notashamedofjesus.org if you haven't done it yet. Notashamedofjesus.org. Also, I learned something yesterday. I was quite surprised. I had noticed that even though the silencing of the lambs is getting good response, uh, folks are buying the book, I, I noticed that there were no reviews of it on Amazon, and it's, it's been out since March 2nd. So it's almost a month, and not a single review. And I know in particular that we strongly encouraged our folks that bought the book directly through our ministry that if they enjoyed it, to post a review on Amazon, encourage others to, to get the book. So I, I got this, when I went to dig deeper, this, this notice came up because of something strange about the reviews coming in, that they've restricted reviews to only people who bought from Amazon so they can verify the purchase. No, I, I respect the integrity of saying we only want verified purchases. But you can verify purchases a whole lot of other ways except through Amazon. You know what I'm saying? You get it at the bookstore, you get it on christianbook.com or Barnes & Noble, you can get it directly through our ministry. So... Right now, if you've tried to post a review, it's not posting. I tried to dig deeper, got a form response that didn't help at all. So if you've tried to post a review and you say, why isn't it up there? Whatever the algorithm was, whatever it was that they said, well, something's strange with these reviews. I don't know what happened or why. I'm trying to dig deeper as an author. 
But if you bought it from Amazon and you enjoyed the book, go ahead and post a review there. Be it the Kindle, be it the hardcover, be it the the audiobook. All right. Um, okay, so truth, we announced a few times any topic from from 3.30 on, any topic was good. All right, so somehow you missed that and gave wrong info to our callers because if you've been trying to call in and can't get and you're not getting on, it's because there was a communication breakdown there. So uh, I, I still have time. If, if you tried to call and were told you're off topic, with my guest canceling out last minute, I said I will open things up to everybody and said it repeatedly for that reason. So 866-34-TRUTH, any topic is good. By all means, give us a call. Okay, one other headline. I don't think our team has it to pull up, but I just spotted it earlier today. Lauren Bobert declares runner-up to transgender swimmer Leah Thomas rightful winner. Bobert's resolution honors Emma Wyant, or Wyant, uh, Colorado GOP rep Lauren Bobert is leading a resolution in the House of Representatives to honor the runner-up to transgender swimmer Leah Thomas as the rightful winner of the NCAA women's 500-yard freestyle swim. So she got bested by a biological male by 1.75 seconds. That's a big, big margin, big margin. That's because it's a biological male who was ranked 462 in the country among male collegiate swimmers before that. It's good. Let's, let's keep doing this. Let's keep pushing back. Let's keep honoring these women. But friends, I, I want to give you a larger word of encouragement. Even if America collapsed in a way we've never seen. Oh, I'd hate to see it, especially for, for our kids and our grandkids. I'd hate to see it. But even if America collapsed in a way beyond anything we've seen, morally, spiritually, economically, I would still be full of faith for the future because God is God, because Jesus is Lord, because, because all authority in heaven and earth belongs to him, because God's ways will ultimately triumph in the earth. God's kingdom will be established on the, on the earth. And, and one day, every knee will bow to Jesus, even those who don't believe and want to. Every knee will acknowledge him as Lord, either willfully or unwillfully. That is going to happen. So I, I frankly feel bad for those who oppose God or in their sincerity misunderstand who he is and are, are misled and, and, and need to be pointed in, in the right direction. I, I feel bad for them. My, my heart goes out to them that, that they're going to miss out. They're going to miss out in this world. They're going to miss out in the world to come. And they will stand before God as judge and be found guilty on the day. That, that grieves me. So I, I'm full of optimism not because the tide is turning in America, because America is always going to be a mix, right? America is always going to be good and bad together. That's this world. You know, the modern state of Israel, that's, that's literally prophecy being fulfilled in front of our eyes. And the modern state of Israel is quite a mix of good and bad. That's humanity. That's this world. That's the human race. That's just the way it is going to be. It, it is that simple. So I'm not... I'm giving you examples of pushback to say, hey, things are happening. I'd rather the world goes in a positive direction than a negative direction. 
I'd rather we have more liberties rather than less liberties. I, I, I'd rather that, that we are able to, um, uh, to, to preach freely when, rather than go to jail for doing a show like today. I'd rather raise kids, grandkids, great-grandkids in that environment. And it's, it's much easier to make disciples, and then America can help fund the gospel around the world. But, but my eyes are not set on the fate of America. My eyes are set on the fate of the kingdom of God, and that is eternally secure. The kingdom marches on in that respect. Therefore, with God being God, with Jesus being Lord, we're good. If God's for us, who can be against us? All right, let's, uh, let's go over to L.A. Anne, welcome to the line of fire. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I called and asked you for a study guide recommendation for Job, and you said you're not a study guide guy, and I actually went that route and just used the text, and I want to thank you because it's working out really well and appreciate your commentary. I had a question, two questions about Elihu. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, so Eliyahu and Elihu are similar, but then there's that Yah in Eliyahu or Elijah. Does that add, do you think that that adds anything in terms of like meaning that Yahweh is my God or, or not? Right, so they're spelled the same in Hebrew, the same consonants. It's just a matter of adding a vowel. So that's the first okay. striking thing. And that's why some look at Elihu as, as an Elijah type of figure. So it's Elihu and Eliyahu as a forerunner uh, before, before the Lord speaks. Um, Elihu is the most Hebraic name in the book. Uh, the others could, could well be uh, other, other Semitic languages or dialects. And Elihu would, would, is, is, he is my God. My, my God is he. It could be short for Eliyahu, which is my God is Yahweh. So Eliyahu is more explicitly a Yahweh name, and hence why it may not be uh, the way Elihu's name is spelled, or Elihu is Elihu, in other words, that, that was his name. But the, it, it, to an Israelite reading it, it would be a profession that, that my God is that one God. It would not be much different of a profession from Eliyahu saying my God is, is Yahweh. They'd be very similar in terms of a statement being made. Okay. Um, so... Why is it um, put as Eliyahu and Elihu? Why aren't they just the same? Because it's the different vowels. They're two different names. Okay, so later when the vowels were added, they did add the, the vowels. Well, the vowels are always there. They just weren't written. In other words, the, the vowels were always understood. The Hebrew okay. is always spoken and read with vowels, but they weren't, the vowels were not written in. They were understood. Yeah. Okay, and also, are we expecting an Elijah type before Jesus returns? So that's debatable based on the closing verses of the book of Malachi. Uh, I do not believe that John the Immerser exhausted all the imagery. So there are several ways of reading it, and I'm not dogmatic, Anne. One is, there will be, a, Elijah will literally return to usher in the second coming. I can't rule that out as a possibility. Uh, another is that, an Elijah-type figure like John the Baptist will emerge. But I have a hard time just thinking it's going to be one person. So I would more think of an Elijah company, a, 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 a group in the body functioning in this way to prepare the coming of the Lord. But it can't be dogmatic. There could be a literal Elijah. There could be someone like a John who is in the spirit and power of Elijah. Or there, there could be uh, a group of people in the spirit and power of, of Elijah. Traditional Jews, of course, expect a literal Elijah, and I can't rule that out 
uh, it, it is possible, uh, but it's, it's not what I'm personally expecting. Hey, thank you for the call. Ian, I remember you asking about the study guides. I could point you to my commentary, but not the study guide. All right. Um, okay. Marion in Detroit, I apologize, but I've only got a minute. By the time you ask, ask your question, I won't be able to answer. If you're able to call in on Friday, I remember your name. I remember where you're com- calling from. We will, we will jump you ahead of the line. All right. Uh, do my best to, to do that. And friends, uh, tomorrow on Thursday, Jewish Thursday, we want to talk about what's happening in Israel. There is a, there is a fresh wave of, of terror, and it's serious. We want to talk about that. We want to take you Jewish-related calls, maybe give you some interesting Jewish traditional understandings of the scriptures. So we'll do that and a whole lot more. Remember, remember to visit vitaminmission.com vitaminmission.com. You get great health supplements. Uh, This is our sponsor, Dr. Mark Stengler, known as America's natural doctor. Uh, I use his supplements, have for years, along with my healthy eating and lifestyle, of course. So check it out. You get a discount as one of our line of fire listeners or viewers. And Dr. Stengler, in turn, makes a donation to our ministry to help us reach more and more people. So vitamin mission.com waiting there for you all right we'll be back here tomorrow same time same place same everything on 30 Jews thursday Another program powered by the Truth Network.